everybody. How's it going? This is Talk Back Tuesday, 29th of March. Wow, we have an amazing person backstage, Matt Bowden, a pioneer, entrepreneur, uh, industry legend. He's got so much to offer uh, this community, this country, and uh, we're going to bring him on really soon. Wow, how about that uh, Oscars moment last night? Will Smith Chris Rock, boom, oh my God, that was awkward. I don't know where I sit on that one, kind of on the fence, I can see both sides. So uh, at least we'll apologize and like, you know, hello, Chris Rock is a comedian, but yeah, maybe not everyone knew about um, Jada's condition with her hair loss. So uh, let's just breathe and move on. Let's just bring in Matt because he, just like I said, is full of information and he's a valuable guy and he is always forward thinking in the industry of vitamins, health, well-being. So let's go. Kia ora, Matt Bowden. Woohoo! Hey, how's it going? so good to see you gosh you look really well and we're so honored to have you on the show once more so have you had a good week so far i guess it's just been a beautiful week i realized when i checked the weather that we had three days right here in auckland anyway of sunshine and then um, before that it was getting a little rainy and so it was like you know what i'm just going to relocate my office and take a little tent to the beach and just kind of sit there, jump in the ocean and enjoy the sunshine while we've got it, you know? I love the ocean and yeah, the sunshine, it's actually still very warm, very warm for autumn. And daylight savings ends, what, this Saturday night? Oh, does it? Oh, I don't know. That stuff, I'm not a cow, but all good. I do love jumping in the ocean, though. You know, you just dive in under that water and then get your head under and just do a big, fat old snort, you know, and just try to inhale through your nose as much water as you can and keeps coming out for the next few hours when you're at home. And if you lean forward, wow, these crystal droplets of H2O come out. But it's just a real great way to clean the sinuses. And, um, wow. Well, see, seawater yeah. sea is so good for the skin and um there's just something so refreshing and pure about it. It's so pure. But, yeah, I love doing the old dolphin dives. Whenever I'm swimming, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm a dolphin. All of a sudden, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is, that your, is that your spirit animal? Is your spirit animal a dolphin or? Possibly. Yeah, because I always wanted to study marine biology. So, uh, yeah, anything marine-related, turtles, whales, they can tell when we're thinking about them, can't they? You know, you can call them out and they kind of gravitate, gravitate in. Um, friend yeah. of mine's, a friend of mine's uh, dad was working on a project actually to sort of decode and communicate with dolphins because they're kind of right up there, intelligence-wise. I don't know how. Oh, that. that's interesting you say that because I love recording birds and yeah, nature sounds and birds. So I, I would want to know how to record um, sea life underwater and what equipment you would need to do that. Yeah. What equipment? I wouldn't dump any of my mics straight in the ocean, I'll tell you that. No. But, <laughs> but I'm not get rained on, but yeah. But anyway. Travel through you, water. Yep. This is not about me. This is about you, Matt. So... Um, this is great, and we're going to invite people to chat. So let's just check. Oh, hi. Hi, David. Yay. Matt. Hi, Matt and Celine. Okay, this is, Hello, David. This is Rick Abdave, and he has been a broadcaster before. So obviously anyone that's been a broadcaster is inspiring to me. So we're going to let you talk, Matt, about what you're launching. You're launching my vitamin bank, isn't that right? Totally, Yeah. Yeah, I just think we need a next level of protection. And um, and a lot of it is in natural health. And just notice that with what just happened, I know the restrictions are coming off now. So I'm imagining if the restrictions are coming off, we're allowed to go. Maybe the restrictions are going to come off what we're allowed to say. Maybe we're allowed to talk more openly about, um, you know, about science and about health and how to protect ourselves. 
fingers crossed. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I noticed during the, and I'm going to speak really in past tense about the pandemic, that one of the things that was going on is that um, a lot of research was coming out on vitamin D and that if you had your vitamin D at the right levels, then you, you're probably not going to end up in hospital with any serious illness. And then it's kind of was really um, kind of wondering, it was such a bummer that information was so frozen up and you weren't allowed to really talk about it. And the Ministry of Health, we asked them and they, they didn't have any information on it. But it would be so good if the next time around, if everybody knew that you can use vitamin D, um, it's the most powerful thing really against these um, sort of viruses. And then that got me thinking, what about if people don't have vitamin D? You know, what about if people can't afford it? Um, we need to set up, we need to set up a vitamin bank Firstly, so that the information that people are getting about um, how to how to give their body everything that needs so that their body can be as well as possible to resist disease. We want to make sure that, that information is really solid and factual. And then we want to make sure people have got access to good uh, vitamins and materials. And then I kind of felt, you know, what would happen if our, you know, just off in the future maybe, if our, um, if our government had run out of cash or in a sort of a situation where they were kind of really tied up with, you know, profit-based corporations and and um, weren't so helpful in terms of getting us natural health solutions, we would then need to be able to provide our own. So my plan is this, moving forwards, next level is to, um, is to build a business whose um, purpose really is to become the vitamin bank so that if anybody in the community needs um, natural health assistance, they can come to the vitamin bank. And, uh, you know, if you can't afford your vitamins, then you can get them for free. That's going to mean, of course, that people that can afford um, their vitamins and um, some technology can come to us and spend some money. And so my model that I'm rolling out next is the model of a um, of a business that's, that becomes a not-for-profit and becomes like a community asset. So we're pulling together and wanting to attract academics to work on the best technology for health, to put that into a pool that we can develop products, sell fancy stuff to rich people, and Robin Hood that out and give vitamins out to people that need it free of charge. So that's what I'm going to start doing. That's what I've started gosh, doing. Gosh, 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 gosh. Have you ever wanted to be a doctor of some sort or some sort of like a naturopath or you like... I think I you're overqualified. I don't know. I've ended up. I've kind of ended up studying in order to manage groups of scientists. I've kind of studied a bunch of pharmacology, biochem biochemistry, toxicology, all these kind of bits and pieces in, in um, organic chemistry. And so now I've got these teams of people around me. Um, yeah, and just really, really. What we sort of have in common, I guess, is a love of nature and that the, the, the human body that we're all sitting in is the most sophisticated piece of technology really on the planet. And it really knows how to look after itself and put itself back together if it's given the right um, building blocks and materials, you know. Yeah. Um, I have a quick question about, like, the vitamins affect um, or impact the well-being and, um, you know, of your physical physicality or the way everything functions, but for the mind, I wonder, you'd be quite a good counsellor. So do you, like, yeah, that's quite separate to vitamins affecting the physicality and the functioning. So, Well, there's a tie, I guess, between the mind and the brain. Are you, are you yeah. meaning the brain? Because, you know, like, when, when, the, when the body is happy, the mind is happier. Like, it's like if your body is kind of feeling sick or sore or unwell, it does affect the mind. Yeah. Is it cause and effect, though? Or is there, is there a relationship between the two? Because if you can get yourself into the right state of mind, maybe you can use the energy that comes from that wellspring to feed the body, you know? I mean... Yeah. If you read Dr. Joe Dispenza, the You Are the Placebo, looking at how people who are told that they're going to get better in a clinical trial and given a, a placebo pill, um, often their cancers will go into remission and diseases will go away because the mind is able to produce whatever the body needs. And it's actually, and so then you wonder, when you understand that, you think, well, there must be some way to trigger that mechanism without using a placebo to be able to overcome any illness, you know? Mm. Brilliant. Brilliant response. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Gosh, Matt, that is awesome. Um, so looking at the brain, I guess why don't we look at the brain, things you can do yeah. with your brain. If you've like, 
if you're not feeling happy, your brain's a little bit like your car. You know, you pick up the bottom of the car and you've got like your petrol goes in here and there's oil and there's an automatic transmission fluid and there's this water and that water, but don't do that. There's all these different fluids and fuels and your brain's like that. It's got serotonin, it's got dopamine, yeah. and it's got all these different things, neurotransmitters, we call them. These transmitters, these messengers that travel around the body. And this is what we kind of study in pharmacology. If you're sad, often it's because your serotonin levels are low. And so you go buy some tryptophan or um, get some food with some tryptophan or 5-hydroxytryptophan, serotonin levels came back, and then and then you're happy again. If you feel like you're just a piece of useless crap, sometimes it means your dopamine levels are low. Right. Right. So you need to, your body needs to go and get some tyrosine. The targeted proteins you need is like amino acids. Tyrosine is one and tryptophan is one and so on and so on. Yeah, um, like with insomnia, Yeah, I am a sufferer, a long time sufferer of insomnia. But I mean, not, not, it's not too chronic anymore. But anyway, yeah. if, if you don't get enough sleep, you can actually act like you've had a few drinks the next day because you'll sort of, you get a little bit dizzy, weary. You're kind of, yeah, you're a little bit um, affected by the um, loss of sleep. And you maybe a little bit less productive even. So and is, you, uh, are you able to find joy in those moments or do you? Become- yeah, yeah, because I, um, oh yeah, I actually find the early hours when I'm awake, I'm actually quite creative. So, yeah. Real lucidity. And- yeah, you just have to embrace it and not fight it. <laughs> so is that all the information bubbling up that would normally come to you in dream time is that, is that have you got access to that kind of a realm do you think when you're kind of yeah i have heaps of dreams quite visual dreams like yeah like nature dreams um yeah sometimes yeah. stressful dreams but yeah just sometimes like beautiful views oceans yeah. beaches <laughs> just uh yeah just sometimes some crazy yeah. scenarios yeah totally was it Salvador Dali who used to um, try to sit like this with his fingers here? So as soon as he went to sleep, his finger would go in his eye. And so he used to do these kind of things so that he would stay awake for days on end. Because by day two of sleep deprivation, um, I think by, by day three of sleep deprivation, normally you've got open eye visuals going on, which some people yeah, have yeah. inclinations. But, and this <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. I've definitely had that. Like years ago, if I've um, stayed up two days in a row, you definitely have... Um, hallucinations feeling quite uh euphoric yeah yeah but i mean if you don't try it you don't know so you know so have you tried supporting that with tryptophan 5-htp those kind of serotonin precursors to go no, to- I, don't, I don't know what what is tryptophan i don't actually know what that what tryptophan is let me give you a quick how about a quick run through for anybody who's having trouble sleeping yeah. wants to know how what what does natural medicine have for them what is their body maybe looking for the first thing is this that um serotonin is involved with when you go to sleep okay serotonin yeah. is a neurotransmitter one of those fuels in the brain also it's involved with regulating your mood also it's involved with um your stomach saying when it's had enough food serotonin when you've run out of that um your body is looking for something it's looking for tryptophan um so when you eat food you have proteins and the targeted proteins you need 11 of them are essential amino acids uh, one of them is called tryptophan tryptophan is used for making serotonin out of that comes out of things like turkey and certain nuts and that um, and you should be able to just go and buy it from the pharmacy um, except um, they started restricting it because it was messing up messing up the sales for prozac and so um, the next thing that happens after tryptophan, tryptophan turns into something called 5-hydroxytryptophan which comes out of a plant in africa called um, Graphonia simplicifolia and if you take that 5-hydroxytryptophan and eat that um, you might find that you can sleep if your sleep deprivation was um, serotonin related 5-HTP will help you sleep if that doesn't work um, magnesium is another good one because magnesium yes. is something else which is which just travels around in the channels in your brain and so on um, and then another one would be theanine what theanine does it's another amino acid it comes out of green tea it causes a release of GABA and GABA is the neurotransmitter which is sort of relaxing and chilling out cool so I would try 200 megs of theanine I would try magnesium and I would try um, tryptophan and 5-HTP and um, I probably might try a little bit of cannabis as well. This works for some people. Are you allowed to say that yet? <laughs> you can say whatever you like. Nothing is, uh, what is it? What's the word? Um, 
I remember now. What's the word? Wait, yeah. Anyway, you can say whatever you like. We're not going to get cancelled. Yeah, you can't. That's it. Yeah. CBD's going to try it. Just try and cancel us. It's not possible. Yes. Anyway, you are on a mission. You're always working on something cool, aren't you? So yeah. You've got um, anti-aging pills, right? Yeah. So now this is a this is amazing. This is Harvard, I think. Yes, scientist, and his name's David Sinclair, and he starts looking at aging because a lot of people die of old age, and there's a certain time in your life where everything just seems to crap out at once, right? And so he notices this and then wonders if there's any kind of centralized contributing factor to a lot of age-related decline. And one of the things that he studies is NAD. And I know it just sounds like NAD, but NAD is um is involved in your cells and its its job is to pick up electrons from one place and bring them to the next place. So it's the transmission of electrons, of electricity in your cells, really. And NAD, he finds, he theorizes is um as it starts to sort of decline, all the old age stuff kicks in. So he thinks maybe this is causative. And so starts doing studies in mice. And so you've got a got a bunch of mice there, and some of the mice are running around being young mice and they're having a jolly good time. Whereas other mice are old, they can't reproduce anymore and they can't see so well, and they just want to curl up and die. And so what David does is he says, what happens? Oh, that's my little that's my little um, light ring just popping out there. What happens okay. if we can increase, increase their NADS levels, okay? And so he finds fancy ways of increasing the NAD level in the mice. And what happens is amazing. The old mice that were just curled up in a corner, just kind of all kind of like a year later, say post-menopause or whatever, and they kind of break out, they get up and start running around. And the mice that wouldn't couldn't run around before are able to actually start mating and stuff. All this crazy stuff starts happening with the mice. And so he thinks, boy, oh, boy, I want to try some of that myself. And so humans start um, developing ways of increasing the NAD. And we find that um, – what are you allowed to say here? Just can I, one, what, can I just interrupt you? Once? Can we just uh, say what NAD actually stands for? Is it nicotinamide adenosine dinucleotide, I think, which oh. means um, um, vitamin B3 that has got in your body and has mm -hmm. slightly processed into something else, and now it transmits the energy around inside your cells. That's what it is, okay? NAD. Wow. Yeah. So to increase your NAD levels, there's a couple of ways of doing it. One of them is that you, um, they're both natural substances you consume. One of them is NMN, nicotinamide mononucleotide. And the other one is NR, nicotinamide riboside, otherwise known as niagen. And so what people have found is if you take these compounds and eat them, it increases your NAD levels, that when your NAD levels are increased, um, what do people say? People say that they are able to think a lot more clearly um, and that, like in the mice, mice who had Alzheimer's, after they, got, after they boosted the NAD levels, they could remember again. So similar things have happened in research with humans, similar things, not to the whole degree of being able to launch a medicine yet, but um, just kind of similar things. And people find that you've got a lot more energy. Um, like I take these things and I find that when I can go to the gym, I feel like a much younger person. When I'm exerting myself in other physical exercises, I feel like a much younger person. And um, just generally the mind is so clear, you know, throughout yes. the day and so on. And so these are now available um, in supplement form. And so what I did is, is – with my team members worked out that if we just took, some people like the one compound, some people like the other, we just put them together into one pill and make the price a bit better than everybody else. And this is called Extra Life. And oh. this is available now. I'll bring up the website for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, you bring that up to the camera and I'll bring up your website here. Hold on a sec. Oh, that's a little bit of a, that's a, that's a is this one going? Let's see how the camera yeah so that's that's not it's weird. a little bright yeah okay, so let's just go do, 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 do. so it's nmn plus nr and um this is a bottle of 30 caps which is like 70 bucks but we'll give you guys all a 20 dollar discount just try them for 50 bucks delivered to your door um if you use the code mates rates which is going to be here in the chat 
and just try these and let me know what you think and we will build our business up a little bit and um, we will build ourselves a vitamin bank um, but we'll be doing it with sharp minds and feeling younger and able to run around like mice mm. awesome and Matt um, how's the music going how's the music going ah I'm actually just about that I should take should take my old because the first EP that I put out um, is not on Spotify and oh it should be got a track all about just personal freedom and how important it is that we safeguard personal freedom and I really want to put that out now even though it's an older one we had this guy on our um, on our advisory team called Steve Miller and Steve he grew up in New York and um, he uh, was caught with heroin back in the I don't know 60s or something caught with drugs and got told you can serve your state in the state penitentiary or you can go serve your country in Vietnam. So he went to Vietnam because he thought it over to these trips down a cool, became a nurse and um, used to administer and um, used to see people right at the end of their life. Came back, did the medic tent at Woodstock, then came to New Zealand, wrote the nursing syllabus at Massey University. And he was one of the founding members of our Stargate group. And he founded Angel Care and trained up all the young clubbers and how to take their drugs safely and, um, how to talk to each other when uh, one of your friends is on meth. And he used to run a 24-hour, seven-day helpline back when the meth thing was big and we were doing angel care. And, um, wow. and yeah, that was his statement. You know, the question is, should people be able to alter their consciousness? And he was saying, well, that's a question of personal freedom. And, you know, veterans have paid with their lives for these freedoms. And so taking away personal freedoms kind of spits on what veterans died for. And so that was a track that I put out that I'm going to put onto Spotify soon. You've just reminded me. Is this you? Uh, is it electronic? Is it acoustic? And you singing? Or do you have a backing band? Or what's um, that one's kind of a chill electronic with lots of guitar solos because I was getting into playing my guitar solos a bit. And then after that, I put out an album, which is a psychedelic rock, um, which is a big concept album, which as I was traveling around the world, I was just recording sounds everywhere and blended all nice. that and just big stonking great rock songs and um with a movie about a um about a mad scientist who got chased out of town and came back with some good ideas which i felt was a prophetic story of my life and while, while we were filming the movie 60 minutes showed up made a horrible story about me which what me being chased out of town and having to go in exile and live and hide out in thailand for five years and now i'm back and hopefully these oh. are all good ideas so check that out look up on youtube look up starboy eternity trilogy and watch that because that's yeah I mean, um, yeah, you've you've reached many heights, and you know people have tried to cut you down, but I'm all for tall poppies. I actually support tall poppies. I think. Well, but you can do it in a way that, you know, you can just do it in a way. Yeah, I think you've, it's Don't you know, worry. it's like a hero's journey. So, like we'd made, you know, a lot of. Do money. not worry. I and think, then, Matt, you're actually, you're a really an original in this country. You know, um, sure, you could you could make it anywhere in the world, but, you know, you choose to live here. Yeah? I, yeah, I felt strongly. I, was, I sat in Thailand for five years just to do meditation and chill out and try to cope with what had happened. <laughs> and, and, um, um, and then went up to the Netherlands and started working there sort of a little bit in drug policy and, they were they were really going backwards. They wanted to go back away from regulation. They wanted to ban marijuana up there, you know. Everyone else is in the world realized that's a dumb idea. But then we're sitting there and I felt I said to my kids, we need to try to see as much of Europe as we can, because my feeling is it's a everything's gonna be shut down soon and everything's gonna be closed. I didn't know why, it's just a premonition. I'm like a got that kind of gift and then next minute we the day that we left was the day COVID hit and I just felt I said like I feel like we're going to be back in New Zealand soon we're going to have to do something really important and then here we are and so yeah it's weird isn't it <laughs> I love life I love it my phone my phone comes up with um memories all the time and it's just like okay it's pretty much saying look at you then and look at you now really two to three years and it comes up with memories from years ago and um 
Yeah, the- it's funny because uh, you, you see the photo and you remember that exact moment. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was our first lockdown. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember exactly where I was and it was what I was cooking that night. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's only one moment. Time's an illusion. Your phone's only doing that because it can't see forwards. It's trapped. All it can see is backwards in the past. But there's a forwards as well. And you might as well enjoy that now. Oh, yes. Always looking forward because um, mindset mindset is the ultimate um freedom it is so it takes yeah. work though it takes work and dedication and commitment to uh train your mind retrain your mind yeah it does and if you've got the right levels of nad that helps as well we're going to put this in the show notes all this <laughs> yeah this nad you know this you ready for another one? Because this is something which I'm really, really excited about. I made this product and it's called, I'm not sure really what I should call it. It's because it's a spike detox. And I was thinking about just calling it snuffles. So what happened is this. Back at the start of the pandemic, before people were allowed to really just speak openly about, when people were still open, openly allowed to speak openly, yeah. Some people asked the computers, supercomputers, which molecules are going to be the most useful for dealing with this particular illness. And they showed the computers what the virus looked like. And the computers came back and says, well, there's two of these things which are, um, which are going to map really tightly into the receptor sites to protect your sort of um, your angiotensin uh, system from the virus and are going to destroy the virus. And these things, um, uh, quercetin uh, was one, and um, black seed, black cumin seed was another. Um, and shortly after that, we weren't allowed to really talk about these things anymore. But if you take those um, herbal extracts, um, they're actually really, really useful in the fact that what ended up happening is that just like you've got that serotonin we talked about in your brain, there's another thing which flows around your body called angiotensin. And angiotensin regulates your, your heart and um, blood pressure and the, and the sort of structure and, um, and quality of your blood. And so what happened with the virus and with the medicines as well is that there's that little spike protein they talked about plugs into those angiotensin sites. And so that's why some people were having um, heart problems and clotting and so on. Um, and so what the, the piece of information that was missing in our messaging is how can I protect my ACE2 system? How can I support my body to protect my angiotensin system so that nothing else is getting in those receptor sites? And the answer would come from the supercomputers, black cumin seed oil, quercetin, things like this. So I've got this formula now, which has got black cumin seed and it's got quercetin and it's got bromelain and N-acetylcysteine. N-acetylcysteine was really powerful antioxidant that's the stuff they put in the nebulizers at the hospital. If you go in there with asthma and you need to get that on that inhaler, that's N-acetylcysteine, totally natural. Actually, it's um, accused naturally in garlic. And it goes through and it cleans out, um, it sort of dissolves all the mucus and cleans out the lungs so you can breathe again. So when have I got- you ever, Oh, sorry. Have you ever had asthma? Yes, I was chronic asthmatic as a child. So Same. I was in the hospital a few times and thought I was going to die and um, had the hardcore inhalers. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I developed asthma as a mid to late teen and was given, you know, three types of inhalers. I was put on a nebulizer one day. Yep. Yeah, so it was pretty scary, So as you probably can understand. Yeah, and uh, I think there was something to do. I don't know this for a fact, but it could have something to do with gas heating. Could have um, been a contributing factor. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I just remember, yeah, but it was very scary not being able to breathe and then just put suddenly on this nebulizer thing. And it was just pure oxygen. It was so cold. It was cold. Beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) This was in Palmerston North. Because often they'll put that in acetyl nebulizer. Right. Yeah. Okay. But um, I think. And how did that feel? Yeah, it was like it was just pure, cool, cold air, and um, obviously I started to relax once I could breathe properly. But do you have you ever done like breathing exercises or recommended that sort of thing? To people to chill the fuck out, like chill out, fucking breathe, man. Like you know, because sometimes you're like. 
get really stressed and um yeah sometimes yeah. you just all you can actually do is shut your mouth and breathe <laughs> yeah well i mean have i ever done i guess and Thailand, I did the Vipassana a few times. So you go hang out in the monastery and they make you wear clothes that I wouldn't normally wear. Oh, like smocks like, or... <laughs> yeah, and then you sit and you just kind of sit lotus for you know a few hours at a time. And the idea of the meditation is that you focus just on your breathing, just on your breathing, breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, and think about nothing else. And that shuts down the rest of your mind so that you can see what's going on. But um, what I would recommend people check out is Wim Hof's breathing methods, learning how to breathe, 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 so that you can... Um, like if you focus on your breathing, you can get into ice cold water and so on. And have you seen all that stuff? And it kind of boosts the immune yes. system. Yeah, Benny Mac, he's our guy here, our fact checker co-host. He does the ice cold barrel bath thing. Where's yeah. the Benny Mac? Because there's no fact checking happening. We could be just like we could just be talking yeah. rubbish, frankly. Well, <laughs> yeah. He's actually in the South Island. He has a job in the South Island and he's enjoying his time in beautiful South Island. It is an extraordinary island. It is extraordinary. It's it's beautiful, but they do have internet there, don't they? The they day. do have internet. So he'll be back. He'll be back. Okay. Oh, make him come back. <laughs> we'll make him come back and he'll be back for your next um, appearance. Okay, well, he can fact check. He can fact check the yeah. quercetin, the bromelain, the N-acetylcysteine, that that's what's in nebulizers that it's used for. Because when I got COVID a couple of weeks ago. and um, Really? Yeah. And so I obviously, I'm a, I'm a naturally healthy person. I said no thanks to the other options that were offered because I just I know how the stuff works. And so um, I had difficulty breathing for a couple of days. So I knew something was up. Huh, can't breathe. Oh, that's a bit weird. Mm. Um, but N-acetylcysteine in 600 megs just kind of punches that out and just clears it up pretty quickly. And wow. then the quercetin and um, black seed oil kind of stop it going anywhere that it shouldn't. And so that's what's in these, that's what's in these pills. A lot of people were having trouble finding N-acetylcysteine. That's why I made okay. So that one you're holding up right now, that one's called? This one is called Pine Spike. Um, it's got okay. bromelain, NAC, and black seed. And what I really want to do with this, I'm going to make it for every bottle I sell, I'm going to give a bottle away for people that will do give us feedback. But if you've got anything lingering, either from um, COVID or, let's be honest, from the injections, if there's something lingering that's not feeling right, then um, I'd like to hear from you if you want to try these and see if the NAC, bromelain and quercetin works the way that the supercomputers and the other research has told us that it would and if it could just kind of clear it out really quickly. If so, then we'll just keep this in production and keep it nearby so that anybody, anytime anyone needs it, we can send them out some because no one wants that lingering yuck going on. And um, the, I got a leaflet in the letterbox saying, here's what to do if you eat COVID, have a couple of aspirins and don't do anything and don't go anywhere. But it's just like the, the, the information seemed really thin, you know. Well, you know, the last few days I've been feeling a little bit off, like not 100%, a little bit um, run down, which I get like that. But I don't know if it's the change of season or whatever. But also um, Michelle, she's our Friday night host, and sometimes yes. we do Sundays. She had COVID. She got cleared to go to Australia, came back, but she's still having symptoms like a little bit of a cough and just these annoying niggly symptoms. So I may recommend this to her. Well, if she wants to try some of this, then I would be really interested to hear if it works like it's supposed to. Yeah, and then if it does, we'll work with the university and we'll do a clinical trial and then we'll be able to register as a medicine if we have to do that or whatever we have to do so that they don't stop us giving it out to people. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Oh, wow. So anything else you want to share? Or, uh... Just on my love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. Who's this? Someone. Oh, hi. Good work, champ. Looks promising. I'll be giving it a go from yeah. Ace Andrews. Ace. Cool, bro. Nice to hear from you. Totally. Yeah. There was this whole crew of us that used to do a lot of clubbing back in the um, the early noughties. <laughs> and this is where I know Ace from. And then um, it's just been really nice since coming back into New Zealand to be able to hang out again and um, see Ace out there. Yeah. Matt, have you been to Singapore? Yes, I've been to Singapore. Okay. So uh, have you been to Zook? Where, you know, Zook Club? Zook. Yeah, that's a nightclub. 
if I went there, I can't remember it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, here's another quick fire question. Have you been to London? Yes, I've been to London. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I went, up been... there. I went to try to sell some, um, I'm going to tell you the stories if you like. Yeah. So we developed, you know, we've worked out a fancy way to make CBD and someone was saying, oh, you come and talk to the um, tobacco industry. So we go up there to talk to the tobacco. We get flown in, put in this fancy hotel, and then they're like, oh, these boys wanted to, um, they wanted to have a conversation with me and um, I guess to impress me. And so we wanted to go to Buddha Bar, but they wanted to vape. And so they went to Buddha Bar and said, we want to vape. And Buddha Bar said, you can't. And they said, yeah, get everyone else out of the room. And so they just booked the whole restaurant and just, emptied the place so that we could all sit down at a table and these and these guys could wait, you know. And uh and then it just got crazier and crazier and then all the um actually this is gonna go R eighteen. I I don't know if I can go there. Yeah, we might have to just can the story. What do we go to a club or something? And so we go to this club and this is like an amazing club with dancers coming out of the ceiling and stuff and all of this and they got this table up behind the DJ booth which was just all just like this troughs full of bottles of like the fanciest ass French champagne. Even at the restaurant, they just went to the champagne menu, started the ten thousand dollar bottles and cane, cane, cane. Just watching these people, we're just thinking. Nice. <laughs> you know, people, oh, this cool. is the way. This is the this is the. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I've, I've got an autobiography a while ago. I was talking to some people about making it into a. Because I've ended up, you know, working with, you know, terrorists and gangsters and sort of, and probably in all of the continents, just about cruising around and um, and uh, trying to straighten out the way that that um, the drug business goes. And um, so, have people contacted you as like a bridge to get information, or um, yeah, I mean, yeah, some countries are polite about it, and some countries are fuckwits, to be honest. Excuse that language, but like the EU said to me, why don't you come talk to the European Monitoring Centre on Drugs and Drugs Abuse? So I went up and talked to them, but, but it's when I was on tour. When I was on tour doing a theatrical rock show, only the only clothes I have are like, you know, all this this kind of real psychedelic-y stuff, you know, my hair's all coloured and, you know, my nails are all painted, I've got the big boots. I'm like, well, I can come and do a meeting, but I don't have my corporate wardrobe at the moment, just my rock and roll one. And so they said, oh, that's cool. So we cruised up there and they, they just had a dag and everyone kind of, we stayed there half the night in the end. And then they said, why don't you go and talk to the, the, the EU government? And Because um, that would be a dag. Um, they, they might blindfold you and, and, you know, drive you to a secret location or something. We don't know. So, so we would go to Brussels and went to the EU government and they just sat there and just asked us to basically tell them some stories about, you know, what we'd seen around the place and how the different gangsters kind of act with each other. And that. you don't want to get yourself you know, shot or blown up. But that is mm. why I know just roughly how stuff is working in different places, you know. And, yes. Sometimes yeah. eyes eyes open, mouth closed sort of thing. But, well, yeah, yeah so it's good, It's been a really, really interesting life, you know, and just like I just think whatever you, whatever you imagine that you can do in your wildest imaginations, um, if you just put your mind and believe, 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 then you can actually – reality is – is remarkably accommodating to sort of bend its way around to your will if you just keep putting the energy out there. You know, I think things are designed that way. You know, we are, you know, we are the the, the I am resides in each of us, and we can just um, create and change. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Where you know, if you don't believe in anything, you're just going to fall into any old track, and you're going to probably go off the tracks. So I think you actually have to stand for something, believe in something, realize realize in your heart what is it that you actually want. And that can take years. That can take years because it, that can change as well, right, with time. Totally. It can change, yeah, yeah. I, um, I was making pills. I thought people might want to take pills to get high, but now I'm kind of thinking, well, better if we just make things where the side effects are all really positive. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I really think we should have an independent um, sort of secondary health system in our country that doesn't have uh, interference or doesn't, doesn't, it's not dependent on the government. Yeah. So yeah. how would we do that? How would we set that up? Would you need private investors or? 
the next call out is for investors saying if you want to invest in i know that i can take this um longevity technology and make it way more effective um if investment money comes in and then but i don't want i don't really want investors that come in and take control or need to keep making profits forever the investors that i want to ones people that want to give this a push put your money in then you will get your money back out with mm. some and then after that the company wants to buy those shares back so that as the company does really well selling products that make uh, rich people's um, bodies look nicer or something. Um, we're going to take that money and put it into um, creating vitamins and that for people that, you know, don't have so much money and can't afford it so that um, that mm. is sick as well. And we just leave that sitting there. Like um, it just creates another layer of another level of protection around our health, you know, just another level of infrastructure to support the infrastructure of government, which looks like it might kind of crap out. Are they expensive? Yeah, David. Anti-aging pills here is for sort of uh, 30 pills is $70. I'll do them to you for 50 at the moment, delivered, to see what they're like. And if you find that you really like them, they go, okay, this is cool. How much can I afford to spend? We'll work out well, how much for people that are doing it for a longer period of time, for a few months, what sort of subscription cost? We haven't worked that out quite yet, but we're going to make this affordable and we're going to take that money and find a way to make this way more affordable by making it way more effective. That's what we're going to do. That was the anti-aging ones. And then yep. the... Um, there you go. The, the other ones, this is 40 bucks. If you really can't afford the spike detox ones, then um, just write to us and say, hey, I can't afford these because I whatever the reason is, and um, can you just send me some because I need them because my mum's sick or whatever then. And we're going to find a way of doing that um, by making somebody else buy some and we'll give one away for everyone that we sell. So we're just can working you, around that, just trying to, trying to set that model up. I've never done it. Why do you call it, why is it called Spike Detox? Um, because there's a particular um, protein floating around the planet at the moment, which comes off the edge of that SARS cub, which is called the Spike Protein. And it's the same thing which they've used um, in the injections as well. And that spike protein is the um, uh, seems to be toxic in itself. You know, it potentially can cause some problems by itself. And so, for some people that are still not quite feeling right, um, or you know, you know, prone to strokes or heart attacks or that sort of thing, we just want to see if there's a way to support your body in protecting itself from. Um, from that spike protein, yeah. Well, you know, it's just I asked that because fascinated, and also because we have a new ambassador for Talkback. We have a new mascot, and his name is Spike. And do you want to know anything more about Spike? Really? Yeah, we have a like. He's a baby hedgehog. Yeah, Benny Mac adopted this baby hedgehog. Okay. So, well, yeah. Rewind the interview. Why is it called Spike? Because we've named it after the hedgehog. That's a I'm, that's what I'm going to say from now on. It's named after a hedgehog. Yeah, it's the cutest little oh, thing you've ever seen. Anyway, yeah. So there, he's our mascot, mm -hmm. and um, we need to raise money for, to, you know, feed our baby, our mascot Spike. Yes. That's why we've got Buy Me a Coffee slash Talk Back NZ. But yeah, we can plug that at the end. But and, and you know, now Matt, oh, wait a second, wait a second, <laughs> Matt. What's your favorite? Um, do you have a pet? Do you have a favorite animal? I just want to investigate this thing about Spike because I'll send you <laughs> I remember one night, one night I was lying in my bed and outside my window I heard this sound. And it was just scraping, 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 scraping. I didn't know what the hell the sound was. And so eventually it just kept going on. And I looked out my window and you know what was out there? Not one hedgehog, but two. Okay. And so what I would say is I don't think, I don't think hedgehogs need coffee. I think they eat snails and um dodgy yeah. or like scraps so, compost i don't know so why are you fundraising to feed a hedgehog what are you what's really going on well no no we're actually fundraising to pay for the show you know the overheads of running a production oh. <laughs> oh, <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah as you know it was like 
lots of uh, bits and pieces that need to be put together. And, um, you know, my time so is very valuable. <laughs> of course. But it's fun. This is the most fun job I've ever done. Really? And so if people are watching this and thinking, yeah, well, I want to contribute to that. How can I do that? What are they doing? Well, yeah, Matt, you can back me up here. We're actually looking for um, new hosts. We're looking for new hosts Monday, Tuesday, possibly Thursday, and maybe one Sunday a month. And they get to talk about what they want to talk about. Mm. Um, so we'll plug them half hour, half hour to one hour. You know, if you're organized, you can you can stay for one hour. But you need to be able to run Restream. That's why I'm offering a Restream.io course. And you need to email me, selena at spain.nz, if you want to do the course and take what? charge of your own show. Matt, so you would be a courses. great host. You're doing courses and um, you're doing courses and hosting your own live talkback show and – are you selling these courses? Is that what's going on? Yes, there's a small charge for the course information, but it is negotiable. It's negotiable. If you email me, we will chat, and then we'll sort of discuss what sort of level you're at. And, you know, if you're a complete beginner, hey, we're open to complete beginners. I was an intern here on this show, and look at me now. I'm absolutely running the show because they've put up with me and they've put up with my shit for quite a while, at least six months. And yeah, and it's really fun. And um, they love my energy. They love that I got you back, Matt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you were a little girl, were you thinking when I watching TV, thinking when I go up, I'm going to have a TV show? Well, I always wanted to be a singer. And like, I can actually sing on yeah. some days, but I, I find... The more I look after myself, like like with fitness, my voice actually changes, becomes stronger. And also yeah. when I go through emotional pain, that actually helps my voice as well. Emotional pain helps your voice. Yeah, I know. Weird, hey? Weird, but true. No, I don't think it's weird. I think that's entirely fitting that. Very vulnerable. <laughs> it helps someone find their voice and that your voice would become clearer, you know, as you go through. Because we kind of, we come into this life and I like the idea that we agree to the things that we want before. I was just watching someone at the at the beach today in a wheelchair and just, um, you know, for someone that's in a wheelchair, for them to go for a swim, they need a whole bunch of other people to kind of help them out, you know. And uh, just looking at, you know, we choose these challenges that we're going to, um, accept in our lives so that we can learn from them and develop as a soul before it goes on to its next. Yeah, you know, I'm going to introduce you to my cousin, Paul Barrett. He was on the show last year. Yep. He was in highlight reel. Um, Paul Barrett, yeah, so he's in North Queensland. He's a hypnotherapist. So, cool. uh, And he probably has heard of you. You may have already met him. I don't know, because he used to, he was born and bred in Auckland. But nice. I've been Aussie for years and years. So, Australia, there's a question sitting here from a Benny McEwen saying, How do we get in touch with products now in Aussie? And so, other people were asking as well if I can send these things internationally. I haven't, um, I guess, years ago, we used, I used to send interesting things to Australia. I just used to put a piece of paper in there with a piece of legislation saying Australians are allowed to import up to a 90 day supply of any medicines not available locally. And so I know I can send it. Um, I think if you go to my website, everlastingfoundation.com, I think I just put in an option there for New Zealand postage, other countries, 10 bucks or something. And so um, if you fill that in then, um, and send me a message, then I'll look at how I can send you some product anywhere in the world. Nice. Yeah. Um, have you tried selling on Amazon? Or it's everlastingfoundation.com is the website you want to go to. Oh, I had originally had .com and then I put .co.nz for some reason. And oh, mate, just that. Mates Rates is just spelled M-8-S-R-8-S. Okay. Go. Mates Rates, M-8-S-R-8-S, gives you a $20 discount. 
so you can get those anti-aging pills for 50 bucks and start getting younger now. So how long do you think you have to take them for? Do you take one a day? Do you have to take it with food? I think if you take 10 of them a day, then after six weeks, you become a baby. <laughs> That's a lie. That was just a bad joke. No, <laughs> for me, I mean, David Sinclair's taking about 1,000 megs a day. Um, these are, each capsule's got 150 megs of NMN, 150 of NR, so that's 300 together. So that'd be like taking three of those every day, plus we've put something in to make them absorb better. Three a day for me is a little bit anxiety-provoking, um, anxiolytic, that's the word. Right. I would start by taking one a day for a little bit and just make sure your body is okay with it, and then go to two and just sort of see how you feel. I would take them at the start of the day, because um, if you take them in the afternoon, Sometimes your mind is still um, really active at night when you want to go to sleep. But if you take them at the start of the day, then they actually improve your quality of sleep at night, which is great. So they give you a little bit of energy or zest. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You could. You, um, I can't. The law says that if someone's selling a dietary supplement, they're not allowed to make a therapeutic claim. So I'm not allowed to utter any sentences that this is going to do anything at all, really, that's going to change your body. But I can say that when your NAD levels are higher, um, you feel like you've got more energy. That, that that energy is definitely electricity is flowing better around your cells, and that research um, in uh, mice has shown that the mice um, that couldn't run around anymore were able to run around. And um, personally, I feel um, more energy, and I'd like to hear from other people as well. So mental clarity as well. Um, <laughs> Like I took a couple and went into a room one night. It was quite late at night. I thought, oh, I've got to go to a party. I want to make sure that I'm sharp. I'll take a couple of these pills, walked in, and there was like, I don't know, eight or ten people that I didn't know. I said, g'day, and just asked everybody their name. Went, jug, 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 and they just went in, and I just remembered their names all night and was just like, oh, that's, that's different. That's, that's a change. Um, so, yeah, the recall's a whole lot better, and that kind of matches what the mice said as well. <laughs> nice brilliant yeah so very that, informative yeah. yeah it is uh it's a major learning curve because you're here to educate people because they're not going to know what you know on your level of understanding and that's what yeah. i think every person has every person that comes from this show they have like a deep understanding of something that's why we bring them on because they're brilliant mm. so have i got that right let me bring up that is this right? Right. M uh, everlastingfoundation.com. Yes. M eight S uh uh just M eight S R eight S. R eight S. Okay, got it, got it. This one's I was gonna try to set one up with um Thane's name instead, but I got locked out of my website because that's not my strongest strength and sometimes I get my IP blocked. Ah. Really? Really? Okay. <laughs> so, so I'm not, I'm not the, not really the internet guy anymore. M eight S R eight S. Yes, very good. See that could just about be a number so plate. It would be a good number plate. We're gonna yeah. we could put this in our show links tomorrow. In the but show. Yeah, obviously it's right here. Oh, do we have a new? Oh, thank you from Benny. You're welcome. Ewan. So that we, we said it right. So we, yeah. So. If anyone's, if anyone's got a friend or something who's um, still having a little bit of trouble recovering from the spike proteins or the um, um, or the COVID, then maybe we should send them a sample out as a giveaway. Yes, maybe we should. How so we what do you want them to do? Do you want them to uh, call in or you want them to answer a question or, you know? Or Not really a competition. I don't know. I'm just starting out with the... How do you help people out that are in need? Um, you, you can make them jump over a, or go under a, a limbo thing or something. But I reckon just um, write to us and tell us what's up. Yeah. Or they could message here or they could just message me. Can, people can work out how to contact me from this somehow, eh? Yes. Well, we can contact you on multiple channels, yeah. uh, Instagram and Facebook. Are you on Twitter? Psychic message. I haven't switched on my Twitter for about seven years. When oh, you should. Like it's that. different now. It's um, different now. You should. And actually, there's lots of amazing Twitter spaces that you might find beneficial. So. I don't know. It's, 
I'm trying to keep my eyesight together, you know, because then so staring at the iPhone for more hours a day, it's not where I want to go, I don't think. Yeah, I? we need that downtime, like, and just, yeah. More that Facebook, and that kind of saps the energy, and then you you try to post something, and then there's, a, there's people get into arguments, and it gets so heated, so, right. you know, especially if what you're posting is not the same as what everyone else is trying to say. <laughs> it's fine yeah. not. Yeah. Maybe just ignore, ignore it, ignore it. And, um, yeah, because it's always, there's always going to be liveliness on social media. So you really have to sort of pick and choose what you get involved with. Have you explored the NFT space uh, with your music? That could be possible. I, it's, yeah, it's quite. 20 or 30 new psychedelic molecules. Take a musical track, chop it up and put a piece of that on each one and then sell them so that um, use the capital that comes in to then design those molecules and patent them and test them. And so the person who buys the molecule, we send them some of that molecule that they can try themselves. And the best ones, we patent and develop into trauma medicines or something, you know? Right. Um, but wow. a 17-year-old told me that NFTs are very bad for the environment. And so I'm going to find another way of doing that because I'll next generation. Ow. Really, um, is it um, energy and resource intensive and mining or something? I, I don't know. Oops, I'll just close that one. No, I think, well, everything's moving online, even, you know, the banking, the crypto thing. Do you have any shout-outs that you want to uh, share? Give? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know about have you got a – you should be working on a show or something, surely, because you're an actor, right? Oh, you're a singer. No, this is real. I'm not acting. This is actually how I am. <laughs> because no. I asked someone the other day, I said, babe, have you ever um, been on stage? Have you ever been uh, a theatre actress? And she's like, no, Canadian woman. Um, yeah, I just sort of, I can see, like, some people are just, you know, born for the stage. And it's, yeah. it's, the stage is actually really fun. It's really fun, and you can you can be so free and confident in your character. So yeah. I think maybe we should start our own talkback production, and I'm going to throw together some auditions, and um, yeah, maybe they'll entice oh. people to come out of their shells. <laughs> <laughs> out of the shells, yes. Yeah, look out! We're going to be the next Jane Campion. We're going to be directing the next talkback. Um, extraordinary production, yeah, Selenia Productions.com. Productions starring Matt Bowden, Thin Kirby, Benny Mac, Michelle Henderson. How uh, many days is it now since you've had a sleep, Selenia? Oh no, I, I slept last night. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> but I often have broken sleep, yeah, I have broken right. sleep. so I'm kind of used to it, but yeah. What about dreams? I had this dream last night that I was on this planet where the buildings were all um, big, tall buildings and that, and it's just like a densely populated city, but they didn't have walls on the outside of them. And so you could just kind of see right into everybody's rooms, and everybody had kind of trained themselves not to fall off the edge, you know? And um, it's just amazing. You could just kind you of... You should try and draw this. Do you draw? No, it's just, it's just too fast. I was yeah. just hold on to it while I was in the shower thinking, well, what does this mean? Because usually in my dreams I can work out what they mean, you know, but yeah. it's just like a little bit too far out. Yeah, maybe I should try to draw it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I think you should definitely write it down. And, um, yeah, I mean, imagine if we could actually draw what we visualise. Artists who can draw and paint. Very I love it. Yeah, I just, I yeah. love There's some artists that to have that skill to be able to translate something into a visual field like that is just incredible. Yeah. It I is. actually say quite a lot of words. Words is my thing, really, you know, and I can, I can express and communicate. Um, that's what my thing is. I can, I can sit down with politicians or, and, um, and, and swing them around on anything and, most people, like if I meet one of my real haters, normally if you give me like five minutes, I can spin them around. I've just got that. That's one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a talent to put people at ease and um, not react to, you know, if someone's really angry. And I don't know, I think 
politicians probably deal with a lot of anxiety, especially like in front of the media. I can't be easy. <laughs> it's probably pretty tricky for them. You know, I mean, yeah, once people have turned on you and they hate you, then it's really tricky. Like, <laughs> it was getting a little bit like that for me towards the end of, um, of my career in New Zealand. Once they got all the people out protesting in the streets and in all the towns about what I was doing, and then, and then they come at you with a camera, then, you know, I, I, I'm not going to come out looking real good. But much I smile today. <laughs> So for politicians, it must be really hard, you know. They've, yeah. Nothing the politicians, in my opinion, nothing they could have done would have really helped. And so they're not looking that crash hot now. <laughs> it was yeah, designed it's to like, who is running this show? Who's actually running this country? Come on. Maybe you need to do a business course. Well, it's not really the government anymore. And I think that the government's going to have, you know, they've been through a phase of having quite a lot of involvement in um, deciding what we're going to do every day and in our lives. And I think that now that the pendulum's going to go the other way and government's going to have a lot less to do with with our day-to-day lives. And we as a community are going to have to pull together because the government's, let's, I mean, look at it, they're, they're all sort of singing from the same songbook and they're kind of merging together with industry and those kind of economic forums and stuff, you know. And uh, so they are wanting to, because they're out of cash, they're needing to um, to sort of bow down a little to what the people with the cash want, uh, want done. And so we're seeing a lot more of government working with industry. And so we as the people, we're not really such a stakeholder in that. We just become like stock, you know. And so what we need to do as people was, was recognise, okay, the government, they were, there, they were there to serve us, but they kind of stopped doing that. We need to work together to set up our own social services, to set up our own community, and to look after ourselves and each other and not be so dependent on the government anymore because um, the time for that is kind of really passe, you know. Uh, we're moving into another age now where things are going to be different. Yeah, that's right, Matt. <laughs> Has Selena disappeared? Is it just me? Well, that's okay. Maybe she phased out. That's reality. That's the reality of what I think is happening right at the moment, though, is that um, is that the relationship that we have with our governments is changing. And the reason is, like I heard, you know, someone recently talking about how the how the planet is conscious and the planet is coming to ages in its consciousness and its understanding. And um, part of that is uh, humans also now suddenly waking up and realizing that we've been in a real dependent state, a codependent state with governments. And, um, and now we're sort of waking up and saying, oh, we don't really need to be like that anymore. And it's just a stage of maturity. Um, it's like an evolution of consciousness that's happening at the moment as we come into that next stage of maturity uh, of looking after each other and not being dependent on the government to do everything for us. There you go. Did you phase out there for a minute? Oh, uh, yeah. The restream tab seemed to have a mini meltdown. <laughs> And it, uh, but we didn't lose you. That was amazing. I thought it was just going to crap out and actually end the broadcast. But I think it was just me that disappeared into the oblivion for a few yeah. seconds and then I rose back up. I just started prophesying the end of the world. You know? so, yeah, I'll just check this in tomorrow's uh, yeah. feed. But yeah, um, wow, that was an in depth, heroic explanation and yeah you shared so much you've got a lot of integrity young man you're a young man with a bright future <laughs> awesome that's what i like to hear <laughs> and my young man status i think has got something to do with these supplements at the moment but um right. awesome well we are going to put all that good stuff in the show notes of where to get them and the coupon code and we appreciate your time very much. And this is one of the best episodes we've had in a while. And I just want to apologize that Thane Kirby could not be here due to yeah, unforeseen circumstances, but he sends his okay. and his love good. for you. Is he good? We love Thane. Oh, yeah. He's really good. And he just sends his greetings to you. And, um, yeah, just one of those things. All righty. <laughs> okay. So we're signing off and saying goodnight to everybody. You are saying goodnight. Okay. I'll just put you on full screen and you can say goodnight. Really? Um, goodnight. And uh, don't let the big bugs bite. And just wishing everybody sweet 
sweet dreams, revelatory dreams, and that uh, when you wake up tomorrow, just try to, the first thing to do is try to capture that dream and then just review it and remind yourself of what happened and then decide what is your intention? What do you want to call into your life for that day tomorrow? And then just hold on to that intention until you know the universe has heard it and then, okay, let it happen. And then just write that dream down and later on come back and look at it. And um, that's my two cents worth, okay? So be blessed, everybody. Peace and love from that. Beautiful. Wow. What a dude. What a super dude. He's got a lot to offer, and I hope you took that in. I hope you absorbed every word that he said. Because he's a very valuable Kiwi, and we have a lot of extraordinary Kiwis in this country. So this show is all about celebrating these extraordinary people and promoting their good value works that they do so um tomorrow the audio of this show will be published on talkback.nz and also um you can re-watch this video anywhere like dlive twitch twitter youtube and facebook obviously and we really just appreciate you sticking with us for this well my gosh we've been going for Almost an hour, hmm, over an hour. This is a good going for us. Um, oh, do we have any questions? Oh, we've got a good night from Caroline. Thank you, Caroline. I like the hearts. I'm really, I love hearts. I love hearts, all colors, all colors of hearts. We are building these, same, we are building these new cooperatives unconsciously, yes. Yeah, so if anyone has any uh, burning questions they want to type in, now's the time to do it. Otherwise, we're going to be signing off and um, wishing you a fine farewell and a deep sleep, as Matt said, a good night at 10.15 p.m. I don't see any other questions, so thank you very much for your time. We're back. We just froze up for a few moments there. That's all part of the business. So especially when um, when we're doing a live stream, these sorts of things happen. So thank you for your understanding, even though I'm on fiber. So anyway, uh, we're going to wrap it up. And please visit us at talkback.nz. And if you want to like shed a few bucks, go to buymeacoffee.com slash talkbacknz. And just, yeah, if you want to give us a few bucks, to keep this bloody thing going we're gonna keep it going plus it won't be paying for my lipstick it won't be paying for my coffee i'll be paying for the overheads i paying for like technical things yeah we've got some amazing people lined up we want to bring to you and we actually want you to apply as a host so email me selena at spain.nz with any questions queries that you may have and yeah Fuck. get amongst you know this is the future so hello <laughs> just do it don't hold back we're here for you and we want to know what you want your show to be about so it doesn't have to be about health it doesn't have to be about sport it doesn't have to be about performing acting dancing it doesn't have to be about music it can be about what you want it to be about so you just have to email me and let's figure it out. Thank you for watching. Bless you.